Welcome to a bonus episode of the Great Trials Podcast. Uh, Yvonne and Steve are here, and we have uh, our fantastic guest, Randy McGinn. And uh, Randy, welcome to the bonus episode of, uh, of Great Trials Podcast. Oh, thanks, Steve and Yvonne. Good to be here. Well, um, Randy, you know, we were sort of discussing ahead of time some things that would be fun to talk with you about, and uh, and you had a great idea, which I thought, uh, you know, is, is really good. It was uh, the idea of transformative law, which, uh, it, correct me if I'm wrong, but is making change in society or making change uh, outside of just recovering, you know, mo- money damages for your client, but actually making a change in uh, in you know, the world. Yeah, that's, that's something my firm started doing early, early on. And it was prompted by one of the early cases I had as a young trial lawyer, where um, a woman's son got killed in a DWI uh, collision. And I had just opened up my own practice. And this is one of my first cases. And of course, the driver who had killed her son only had a $25,000 auto insurance policy. And much to my surprise, they immediately offered the policy. And, right. you know, I, I had just started my practice and had no money and was, you know, counting my third of $25,000. And so I was <laughs> trying to get her in to sign the, the check and the release. And um, I called her and said, great news, they're going to settle and come down and sign this. And, you know, a week came by and she didn't, went by and she didn't come. And then another week went by and another week went by. And now it was six weeks into this. And. I finally called and said, you, you've just got to come down here. And so she reluctantly came down, sat across the desk from me, and couldn't pick up the check. Um, and at some point burst into tears and said, how can I take money from my son dying? Right. Um, and, and that hit home to me more than anything, um, that for people whose kids die or whose whose loved ones are seriously injured, it's never about the money, contrary to popular belief. Um, and so I, I said to her, of course, you know, hey, look, um, why don't you take this money and do something good with it? Then if you can't spend it, give it to Mothers Against Drunk Driving, start a foundation in your son's name, do something. And finally was able to convince her to take the money um, and also, of course, had to waive my fee because, of course, right. that was the right thing to do in that circumstance, too. And from that day forward, we have stopped asking just for money in these serious cases and, and um, have started asking um, the other side to make changes to fix whatever the problem was. And um, particularly for people who, who've lost somebody, um, the change means more to them than does the money ever. Oh, yeah. um, and yeah, and so, so we've come up with kind of a unique way of doing it. Um, when we go to mediation, we give two different numbers. We say that, that we'll, we'll start settlement negotiations that say $5 million if you make no changes. If you make the following 10 changes, we'll start at $2 million. Now, that does some very interesting things to the other side. One, it dispels them of this notion that all plaintiff's lawyers are just ambulance chasers just after the money. They don't right. kind of know, the insurance company doesn't know what to do with that. Uh, the second thing it does is it, it draw, uh, drives a wedge between the insurance company and their client. Because of course the insurance company wants the client, the insured, to, to start at the lower number and so wants them to make the changes. Um, interestingly, we've had only about 
40% of the people that we've dealt with, of the corporations we've dealt with, take us up on the lower number. About 40% right. will make the changes and start lower. And, and the morally bankrupt reason that they do, that, that most of them don't do it, is they say, hey, look, if you hit me for a big verdict, the insurance company is going to pay it. But if I have to make all these changes, it's got to come out of our bottom line. We've got to pay to make the changes. Right. Um, so that's, that's very interesting. So the last thing it does when they don't accept an offer like that is it tells you exactly who you're dealing with, right? <laughs> and now, now you've got no qualms about taking it to them and hitting them for as much money as you can at trial and, and making the jury force them to do what they should have done when you made the offer to them. Right. And so when you, when you come up with these ideas for these changes um, that they could make, is this something that you're doing in conjunction, like with your experts and with clients or how do you come up with kind of the, the list of things you would like this entity to do? Well, Yvonne, you've got the two things you've mentioned are two of the things we do. Um, When a client comes in, we say to them in our very first meeting, why don't you think of something you'd like to um, have done to make a difference? Um, uh, and it can be a change or it can be something like donating money in somebody's name. We just, we just settled a case against a trucking company where a tribal elder um, on the Navajo Nation was killed by a semi-truck, was, was, was stopped behind another semi, a semi came up behind him and never stopped and um, smashed his car into the other, and, and he was burnt to death. And um, his family, in addition to getting compensation for his life, he had uh, wanted to build a veterans park on the reservation and had all the plans for it, but didn't have any of the money for it. So we had the insurance company uh, uh, pay $175,000 to build a veterans park. Wow. Um, and And so... That's something the family came up with and said, you know, this this would be a really great tribute to him. And yeah. so, so that's being done sort of as we speak. And I hope to go out to the dedication of the Veterans Park. Wow. Um, but, yeah, so, fantastic. Yeah. So, so that's one of the ideas. We've had scholarships created in people's names. Um, probably the one of, one of the the better things we had done when a when a young man was made brain injured. He was 26, maybe brain injured at a hospital. One of the things that his family wanted to have done is training at the hospital to make sure that nobody missed the problem that he had. Um, at, he had a problem called epiglottitis. They went in and his, his airway closed and they took some time getting him intubated. And by that time, he was unable to speak or ever walk again and needs now 24-7 care. But his family said, we want to make sure this doesn't happen again. So one of the things they asked for is for an annual training session at the hospital um, that they ended up naming after him. So it's the Joseph Mendoza annual training program where they bring in out of state speakers and for a day have everybody in the hospital um, uh, learn about airway issues in the emergency room and how not to miss this. And we just finished, I think, the fourth year, and because we were able to get enough money to bring him home from the nursing home, and he uh, was able to get off a ventilator, he was able to come to the last one of these. So he was actually there so that the medical providers could see what missing this problem did to somebody. 
and actually put a face to what, what negligence results in, you know? Wow. That, I mean, that is an amazing accomplishment and also amazing, you know, I have a lot of respect for your client that he was also, you know, willing to do that, you know, willing to go back and, and be the face of, of what happens when, when something like this isn't done right or isn't done well. Yeah, it was pretty, it was uh, pretty moving. The whole thing was pretty moving. And um, so that's the kind of stuff that you ask them to do. You know, you ask them to make changes and um, we've had people put warnings on products as part of the, the fix. Um, and we're working on a side underride case now where we're asking them to start adding side underride guards to semi-trailers so that people don't get trapped underneath them. But so far they've said no to that. So that one may be a trial. That'll be another podcast. We can do something. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, please. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I love this idea. Um, It's, uh, you know, it, it, you know, as a, as a trial lawyer, I I think it's what we all aspire to. I mean, is that, uh, you know, when we're young lawyers coming out, you know, most of us think, you know, really just wanted to make a difference in society and this is one way to do it. So I, I love that idea. Yeah, it's been it's been wonderful, <clears throat> and like I say, the the clients are the happiest about it, happier than we are. And um, I don't know about you, but I think the common misperception is that you know everybody comes in and right away says, "How much money can I get?" Right. When I've had somebody killed or some serious injury, I have <clears throat> never had a client say, "How much money can we get for this?" Right. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> most, most people, I don't know about you, but most people say, "I never thought I'd be the kind of person who'd be here." Uh, asking a lawyer for help. You know, I never thought right. I'd be the kind of person who would file a lawsuit. And you, then you say to them, well, what kind of person do you think files a lawsuit? Right, it's right, exactly. People, yeah, people just like you hoping to make a change, you know? So. Well, that's one of the things that always drives me crazy is when you hear, you know, people throw around terms like uh, the lottery or jackpot justice or any of that uh you know, kind of crap that gets thrown around at times and you don't hear as much anymore. But I mean, I, I, you know, oftentimes I'm sitting there thinking, so you're telling me that, you know, my client's brilliant idea to get some money was to go and maim themselves. And then right. now they're all of a sudden going to have, you know, all these, you know, riches. It's a terrible idea. There's much better ways to, to go get money if you need it. Right. Well, and, and, and I have never met a client yet who wouldn't have given back all the money if they could be made whole again. Absolutely. You know, or ha- or have their kid back. I mean, they, um, it's, it's really not about the money and it's, it's about finding a way to find justice and then hopefully making a change as well. So it doesn't happen to somebody else. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I do, I do want to point out a case that Yvonne was involved in cause we, our clients, uh, it was really driven by them, uh, really did kind of what you're talking about, Randy. It was a, a case involving a young woman, uh, that was part of a film crew that was killed on a uh, railroad trestle uh, when the film crew didn't make sure that the trains weren't, you know, going to be coming through. And, um, and the, the young lady's name was Sarah Jones and Yvonne, uh, helped try this case. Um, but the family took the money that they, uh, you know, a good portion of the money that they received and set up the, uh, safety for Sarah foundation, uh, which basically goes and teaches about, you know, safety on, you know, film sets. Uh, and, um, you know, and, and have really just done a fantastic job of, um, of you know, teaching people uh, about how dangerous can be on a film set and then and, and, and how you can do little things to make things a lot safer. That's wonderful. I mean, that's, that's the kind of thing I'm talking about. I mean, the, the, one of the people who is doing the most to try to force the trucking industry to put side underride guards on is a woman whose 
child was killed and she took all the money she got and, and, and created a foundation to do the same kind of thing to try to convince the U.S. government to require side underwrite guards because the industry has been fighting it for years. So, yeah. same thing. It's, I mean, it's, it allows um, humans to, uh, you know, ordinary pe people to make a real difference in the world, which is uh, what it should all be about. So I, I am wondering if, so let's say you, if you go to a mediation and you, and you give them the lower number that you're going to start at if they make these changes and they say that they'll make the changes, but then the case doesn't resolve for whatever reason. Um, and then you have to go to trial. Does that, um, are you, do you in any way, I guess, uh, cap yourself at, at trial if for some reason? Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. By, by the way, I've never had them make the changes and not settle the case. Right. You would think that. Yeah. I mean, it, it seems to me that they would only, they only want to make, first of all, if they were a good company, they would have already made the changes before you ever filed a lawsuit. Right. Right. right I mean, right. that has never happened <laughs> where they go right out and they make all the changes and there's nothing to talk about by the time you file a lawsuit. So, so I have never had the case. I mean, if they're willing to make the changes, usually they're willing to say to the insurance company, and then you pay this smaller amount of money. And the insurance company is delighted to pay it because it's half or less of, of, of what we, we could ask a jury for. So that's typically, uh, so, so I'll let you know if it ever happens, but it hasn't right. happened. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Well, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a great example and, uh, and it you know, really is making a true change, which, you know, hopefully uh, makes the world a little bit safer, uh, a little bit better. And, uh, and I love that idea. Yeah, that's truly. Go ahead. Go ahead, Yvonne. Oh, I was just going to say, I mean, it's truly specialist, especially because I think we all, what we want when it's, when we're at mediation or trial or whatever, what we want is for our clients to get some sorts, uh, you know, some sense of, you know, vindication or satisfaction or feeling that they've been heard. And I would imagine that if you, if you can get, you know, when you can get somebody to agree to make these changes, your clients feel a lot more heard than they do when it's just a dollar amount. Right. I mean, that's not just heard, but um, the horrible thing that's happened to them, and, and I don't know about your practice, but in my practice these days, people come see me when the worst thing in their life has happened yeah. um, and say, can you help me? Can you help me make it make a difference? And they, they don't understand it. It doesn't make any sense. And if something good comes out of the case, that's not just money but is some kind of change in honor of their loved one or something to memorialize their loved one, um, it, it never takes away, for example, the horror of losing a child, but it, it does help you make some sense out of the world and, and think that you've made a difference at least, and it hasn't been in vain. So that's, that's why we do it that way. Well, I, I love it. I think it's great. Um, well, uh, Randy, thank you so much. This has been a, uh, a bonus episode of the Great Trials Podcast. And uh, again, our guest is Randy McGinn. Uh, and um, Randy's website is uh, McGinnLaw, M-C-G-I-N-N-Law.com. Randy, thank you so much for your time. Okay, great talking to you guys.